Hello and welcome to The Rejection Diaries Season 2 with me, Stuart White. Today I am joined by Becky Orwin, who is an author and is going to discuss her experiences with rejection, what that has, um, how that's impacted her in the past and what she's learned from it um, and how that will help her moving forward as a writer. Uh, first of all, hi Becky, lovely to have you with us. Hi Stuart, it's nice to be here. Um, so could you tell the, the people that are listening a little bit about your, your writing journey today, um, where it all started, what was the inspiration to become a writer and and how things have, have gone since then? Yes, uh, of course. So I started writing when I was uh, very young. I was about sort of 13, 14 um, when I started writing. And it was something that I'd always done little bits of, but I'd never kind of done it very seriously. Um, and then I had... Uh, an English teacher, a kind of classic story, um, who was really kind about what I'd written and said to me, like, you need to finish something. <laughs> like she said, kind of, you've written all these beginnings and they're great, but you need to finish something. Um, so I went away and finished something. And it was, um, it was a like proper epic fantasy swords and dragons <laughs> story. Um, but I finished it um, and I was really, really proud of it. So I sent it off to agents. Like I sort of found out my friend's dad had a copy of the Writers and Artists yearbook. So I nixed that from his shelf and kind of went through it and figured out how to send it off. Um, this was kind of 13 years ago now. So this was when they were still kind of postal submissions for the most part. Um, sent off, I can't even remember how many now, quite a few and got back lots of very polite rejections. Um, I had one agent who asked to speak to me but she'd kind of said this isn't this book isn't right but you've got a lot of potential especially for your age um and she was kind of like she was really kind and I kind of was very buoyed up by that so I went away and wrote something else um which I sent off again and I think that was slightly better than the first thing which in retrospect was terrible <laughs> um, and wrote something a little bit better sent that off got lots of rejections for that. I think I got one full manuscript request, but other than that, lots of rejections. Um, there was a bit of a gap then where I was at university and I did a master's in creative writing as well. And so I was just kind of like trying a few different things. I wasn't working on a specific project while I was doing that. And then during my master's, I wrote my third book, which I think was the first good one. <laughs> um, sent that off everywhere, got I think I got three full manuscript requests for that and 40, 50 rejections, something like that. Um, then wrote, went away and wrote a fourth book. The story starts to get a bit repetitive now. Um, <laughs> we're sending that off at the beginning of last year. And I had, I didn't send off very many of that because I had a couple of nice I had some really nice rejections for that where they were kind of saying there's a lot of potential here but it's not quite right for this reason or that reason uh, and they were quite similar things I was being told so I kind of stopped sending that one out um and kind of put it in a drawer and hopefully one day I intend to kind of like dust it off and give it a rewrite um but I was already working on my most recent story uh, which is my fifth one which I'm in the midst of sending off now Perfect. Um, and, and yeah, you're right. There's so, there's so much about that story that um, the people listening will, will um, feel some familiarity with. Um, they'll have experienced similar things themselves. Um, so you're, you've written five books now. Obviously, that, that is 
Um, a, a, that's very impressive. Like, uh, you know, the majority of people don't finish their first book, do they? So, you know, to, to have churned out five whole manuscripts, amazing. Um, how how difficult was it initially when you when you started sending out your work um, to to manage the rejection? Because I know from my own experience, there's always a degree of hope there. Um, you know, you think that what you've done is good and you, you hope for something. So how difficult was that for you at first when you and you were a writer? I mean, I think at first um, it was it was brutal. I mean, when I was sending off my first one, I was 15, 16. And because I was 15, 16, I was completely under the impression that all the agents would want to snatch my hand off and I'd be a best-selling author overnight. Um, so when that wasn't what happened <laughs> it was it was really hard um and I think I kind of I think it was partly being so young and quite naive about the industry like I knew so little outside of the books that I like to read and the bits that I'd read in the writers and artists yearbook um that it was kind of I don't want to say delusion because it, it's not a delusion but I it was kind of like blind hope the whole time where I was just kind of like so upset when a rejection came in, but then would quite quickly pick myself back up and be kind of like, oh, well, more fool them. Like the next one, I'm sure will say yes, because how am I going to be a best-selling author if the next person doesn't say yes? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, so do you think, do you think um, you know, your youth and, you know, we know that younger people are generally, you know, quite resilient and able to pick themselves up quicker sometimes than uh, the more experienced uh, members of the population. Um, do you think that helped you then with that first book, being younger? I think it did. I definitely think it did because I just didn't, I had so much hope. Like I was kind of, I was basically convinced that it would be fine. And I kind of, I mean, when I was in school, I was pretty sure that I was probably the best in my English class at writing. And that was my only real measurement. So I thought, well, I must be fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. I'm slightly better than these other 25 kids, so <laughs> I must be better than everybody. Um, and I, I think it is it is something that kind of like I found every time I've done it, I think I've found it harder. I think I've had less of that hope, um, yeah. which really kept me going when I was first submitting. Uh, do you, oh, that's interesting that you say that, that the hope has, has decreased with each, you know, each subsequent uh uh, submission of the novel but do you think that there's um there's something else that balances that you know does does the experience and also the knowledge of how difficult it is and you know reading more about other writers journeys and so on does that help to sort of counter that reduction it definitely does it definitely does yeah like I think kind of whilst I, I do think that the kind of the hope I have each time has gone slightly down um, I do think that each book has been slightly better. So that mm -hmm. that really helps that you feel kind of like, oh, well, I did. I got somewhere with the last one, even if it wasn't where I wanted. So and I think this one's better. So hopefully I'll get a little bit further and finding out, like learning about more people who've been through exactly the same thing and finding out mm -hmm. how hard it is that there's so many people with stories like this um, who've yeah. been kind of going for years and years and years and have written multiple different books Um and you know the stories you hear that they usually get there in the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> per perseverance is the the number one quality that every writer I've ever spoken to has said is is really needed. Absolutely. What, My brother's always saying that persistence and failure don't go together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are they are opposites, and you only ever fail if you you know when you stop. Um, so 
Yeah, no, that's that's um, it's really I love talking to people who who have been through that kind of uh, that level of you know overcoming lots and lots of obstacles, but are still going and and still going strong as well. Um, I wanted to ask next about support systems and and people that you can turn to in times of rejection. So, do who who do you have around you? You know, from obviously when you were younger, it would be a different group of people to now. But how how has that changed, and how has that helped you over the years? Um, I mean, I think that is really important. Like, I don't have in my sort of day to day life, I don't have very many writing friends like most of my sort of closest friends don't don't write and don't really know anything about it um and they all know that I'm a writer and that I send books off but it isn't something that I tend to talk about a lot with those external people because it doesn't mean much to them <laughs> really um, sounds familiar yeah <laughs> exactly and it's not that I'm keeping it a secret it's just that they don't I'd have to explain so much of the background <laughs> to actually get them to a point where I could explain okay so this is how I feel and why (laughs) Um, but I do have I mean when I was younger my parents were always very supportive like they were very kind of I mean it's lovely that you want to do this writing thing maybe maybe have a backup plan but it's but you know you go for it if you want to write you have a go Um, and they still are like I always kind of if I get some good news if I get long-listed for something or shortlisted for something I always ring my mom and she's always thrilled for me um but I have as well my partner who is um he's a writer but he writes very different kinds of things to me um and we've um I mean we've lived together we've been together for a very long time so he's kind of like seen me go through this process several times um and is very very supportive and really encouraging and it just helps to have someone to kind of have a rant to like when you get a particularly brutal rejection to just I think to just let yourself feel it and to just have a bit of a rant and say a lot of things that you know are really unfair, but you feel them in the moment. So you've just got to let them out to someone. And, and yeah, and, and that, that's, that's interesting. That leads us on nicely to what I was going to ask was, um, so when, you know, when you receive a rejection from one of your manuscripts that you um, have sent out to agents or to competitions, what, what is your go-to um, way of, of, coping with that of handling it I think it's really hard (laughs) because it depends so much it depends on so many factors it depends how much hope I had in that particular submission because sometimes if it's one that I just sent off on a bit of a punt and then you get a rejection back I'm kind of these days I can kind of brush it off I'm kind of like oh well never mind um but if it's if it's one that I had a lot of hope for um those are those are the worst ones I actually had last year I think maybe the worst rejection I've had and this was mostly my own fault was last year I entered the um Bath Children's Novel Award with my new story it was the first thing I'd sent the new story off to and I was like so pleased with it I was so sure that this was the one Uh, and I sent it off and I didn't get long listed but then (laughs) Because uh, I think for the bath, you had to get four yes votes from the four readers to get longlisted. Um, and so I emailed the competition runners and said, like, I know you're really busy, but if you have time to tell me what votes I got, I'd really appreciate that. Because I thought, oh, well, if I got two or three yes votes, that'll really cheer me up if I know that I was close, but not quite there. And she emailed me back to say I hadn't got any. I'd got four no's. 
<laughs> and I was just like, why have I done this to myself? <laughs> I just, I made it so much worse. <laughs> it's like so hard one. though, isn't it? Because you, you want that knowledge. Um, but exactly. then sometimes you don't, but sometimes you don't want that knowledge as well. Exactly. And I think that a lot where kind of like, I, cause I often, you know, I'll, when I'm sending things off, I'll be checking my emails constantly and I'm checking them in case of good news. I don't actually want the bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, I want I, all the rejections to go into a separate folder that I can check when I'm like feeling sturdy, like on a Friday morning when I'm like, okay, I'll have a look at the rejection folder now. <laughs> yeah. I know it would be nice if there was a way to do that. Um, it would. <laughs> What, so uh, tell me then, what um, what is worse for you as as a writer, for you personally? Is it to never hear back from an agent or to get a rejection? I would much rather get the rejection. I'd much yeah. rather know for sure. Like whilst it's kind of, it's worse in the moment. Um, but yeah, I would much rather know because I just kind of, because then you can, it's sorted then, isn't it? You can put like a red highlight on your spreadsheet and move on. And kind of like get on to the next thing. Um, so whilst it's worse in the short term, but I've thought this as well, like a lot of the most, the rejections that I've found the hardest have been ones where I felt like I was close. So it was a full manuscript rejection or I kind of got shortlisted for something, but then didn't get to the next stage. And those ones are always the worst in the moment. But in the long term, they're actually better because once you're kind of over the initial disappointment, you can think to yourself, but actually I still got further than I could have. Like it was still, it was good. It just wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've got to take every little bit of positive and sort of channel exactly. that. Because <laughs> and it's much easier to do that after a few days. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've definitely had experience with that where I've been more devastated by somewhere where I've got close than something where I've just had a flat out rejection. Um, I, I wanted to ask you as well, um, now that you've you've obviously got a lot of experience um, with sending your work out and, you know, learning how to deal with it, coming back with a less than ideal response, do you have any tips or advice that you'd maybe like to share with your younger self that you've learned <laughs> in the years since? I mean, I do think, like, I think it's the kind of standard bit of advice, but I think it's because it's it's true, I think it's the best one, is to start working on something else. Like, as soon as you start submitting one book, start working on something else. Like, even if it's not very, even if you're not trying to do kind of 2,000 words a day or whatever, even if you're just thinking about it and kind of, like, making notes and and sort of dreaming about what the new thing could be, I think that really helps. I think it really helps to sort of, mentally move on a little bit even though you don't know what the result's going to be to just sort of like keep going yeah um because it makes you feel like then if you do end up getting a kind of like bucket load of rejections then you're like oh well, I've already started this new thing so there's no kind of I'm, I've got to finish that haven't I yeah. um, and if you keep going then you'll just keep going until you until you get there <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really good advice. And actually, I, I, I for the first time, I took that advice this year. I sent out some work in March and I immediately got to work on something else. And, you know, by the time I acknowledged that I, was, I wasn't I was going anywhere with the, the one I sent in March, I'd already, you know, pretty much finished the, the next one. And, and I'd almost like, you know, the buzz that you get when you're writing something, that had been channeled into the, the new thing. 
And so yeah. it was less of a disappointment, I think, with the original one. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing if you finished it by the time you kind of like had reached a sort of conclusion on the first one. I'm kind of like, I'm just because I, I do, I'm so distracted when I'm sending submissions off. Like, it's so difficult to settle to anything that I'm still very much in the planning stage where I'm just trying to sort of like have half an hour a day where I sort of sit down and have a think and see if I can like build up any more ideas. Um, yeah. But it still helps. And I think in the oh, sort yeah. of immediate, oh, it helps a huge amount. And I think in the sort of immediate, when you first get the rejection and you just have that sort of like crushing disappointment, I've kind of like, I think I've learned to just let myself feel it. But kind of there's no point sitting there being annoyed with yourself for kind of mm-hmm. taking it too seriously or kind of like, well, why did you think you were going to get that? That was that was a ridiculous thing to hope for. And that it doesn't help at all. You've just got to kind of sit there and be like, well, this is horrible, but tomorrow I'll feel a bit better about it. And the day after that, I'll feel better than that. So it'll pass. And I think that is something that I didn't have at the beginning. I definitely have now is that I know that however bad I feel in the moment, it'll pass. Um, And I might get some good news next week. And then I'll forget that this ever happened. Yeah, exactly. Fingers crossed for that. Um, The the last thing I wanted to ask you about was, um, what are your own, you know, we always like, I like to finish talking about you personally. So what are your sort of personal goals going forward with your writing what are you hoping to achieve over the next year or two and if you want to you can tell us a little bit about anything you're working on any new works in progress um I mean I think for me it's just always kind of carrying on like it's just kind of starting the next thing and trying to and I do kind of like I tend to when I start working on something new it tends to be fairly different to the thing I was working on before because I'll Mm -hmm. be in the mood for something different like I'll want to try something that's got a different sort of tone and I like that because I think it keeps me interested um the last thing the thing that I'm sending off at the minute is a sort of middle grade supernatural adventure um and I'm thinking for the next story at the minute I think it might be young adults so it might be a sort of slightly older audience and a slightly more um the middle grade story was set in the sort of real world, but with some supernatural elements. And I think I might go to a sort of like proper fantasy world for the next one, um, Brilliant. which I really like doing. I always feel at the beginning, whenever I do a sort of fantasy world, I spend so much time planning the world. It takes me so long to actually put pen to paper <laughs> because I just start thinking about how, like, how does transport work in this world? <laughs> I can very much relate to that. Um, I've I've written a couple of fantasies as well, and you do spend so much time. um, There's so much to think about, you know, like, uh, yeah, transport, uh, uh, religious belief systems, you know, law enforcement, you know, how how do they grow food? How, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so interesting to think about. But then I think as well that kind of, because, I mean, I try to think sometimes that there is an advantage to not kind of, you know, the fact that I don't have a deadline, the fact that I'm just writing for myself for now means that I can just spend three months <laughs> thinking about this world if I want to. Um, like if yeah. that's what I'm enjoying from it, then I'll just do that for a little while. Um, yeah. Cause I think I always, the contrast between submitting periods where I do kind of like, it's just, it's so hard. It's so hard to kind of like keep yourself going and keep yourself motivated but then whenever I'm through a submitting period and I'm just in a writing period, 
I, I always have this like, oh, this is this is why I do this. <laughs> I enjoy it. I actually really get a, a huge kick out of this. <laughs> it's what I want to do. I'm not just putting myself through this torture for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I think definitely the, the act of creation, of writing, that's why we do it. And, and I think that the high that you get from that almost acts like a, a you know, like an anaesthetic to the, the pain of the rejection that you've yeah. gone through previously and you know it just totally masks it and it's kind of like you know they say that when you've had serious trauma in your life you you forget about the pain of the trauma um you know and, and I think that's what writing does to the you know to the painful moments when when you're actually submitting and getting the rejections for me anyway absolutely yeah I think it does and I think because whatever if you got any feedback for the thing before whether it was feedback from kind of agents or competitions or just feedback from writing groups or friends or anything like that I, I like I feel like the more feedback I've had the more I've kind of built up my knowledge and that I have a clearer idea of what to do next so I'm always kind of starting a new thing thinking well I know more than I did when I started the last thing which can only be good can't it it can only be good to kind of like be building this it's your, it's your toolbox isn't it like sort of constantly yeah. expanding your writing toolbox um yeah and and do you have do you have like a, a close group of writer friends that you confide in when when things are tough and um I kind of have um I have one friend from my creative writing masters who we kind of I mean we we would write very different things but we kind of like occasionally go to the pub and just spend a couple of hours ranting about kind of why do we do this <laughs> and then at the end you're kind of like oh but it's because we love it like <laughs> there would be no point doing it if we didn't love it so we do clearly yeah. um but it isn't something that I kind of I'm quite um I mean for instance I'm on the sort of like write mentor hub and I'm quite shy <laughs> but I'm not shy about my work like I don't mind putting that out there I think it's kind of me that I'm a little bit kind of like well oh, just I'll wait and see if anyone says hello to me <laughs> yeah um, but, but you, is, def- sorry I was just gonna say but you've, done, you've taken the hardest step which is to to join and and to be part of it so absolutely and I and I do love it like when I kind of I was on the um right mentor summer m- mentoring program um and Liz Flanagan who was my mentor I loved talking about it with her like I love it when you kind of show someone your work and they just get it. Like they clearly understand exactly what you were trying to do. Um, yeah. And it's fantastic. I love talking to people about my work and I love hearing about their work. And I've had kind of the last year, I did another um, program called Writers Block Northeast. Uh, and I had a sort of peer support partner for that. And so we were sort of sending our work back and forth to each other as we were writing it. Um, and that was great. It was really, really nice to have kind of like, I mean, for one, to have a goal of kind of like, oh, Laura sent me three chapters this week. I really need to send her at least one chapter (laughs) of the kind of like push to do it. But also someone kind of like being so supportive the whole time, like as you were doing it, rather than what I normally do, which is kind of like burrow myself away, produce the whole thing and then sort of show everybody afterwards. Yeah, and I think that is so important for for me anyway, having... Uh, other writers that a, I can just chat and have a natter to if things aren't going so well, but also be that accountability factor is huge, isn't it? And having someone beside you, like uh, you know, I whenever someone posts up how many you know that they've even that they've written or that they've written X amount of words, that always sort of spurs me on as well. And um, so I think it's so important to have those people around you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, kind of Laura, my partner, 
she was writing so quickly. Like I was kind of, she would literally be sending me kind of like 50 pages a week. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I really need to crack on with this. And I actually did. I think I wrote it so much faster than I would have done <laughs> without that. Yeah, agreed. It always makes such a huge difference. Um, and on that note, um, I'm just going to finish up there for just now, Becky. Um, but do you have one last uh of advice or something that you'd like to say for everyone who's listening who is maybe struggling with rejection at the moment um hasn't heard back from an agent for six months um what what would you say to them just now that might help them through this little phase i mean i think kind of what i said earlier that kind of it will it will pass like even the sort of darkest moments where you feel like oh god i don't even know if i want to do this anymore like that feeling will pass and you will want to do it again and I think kind of, I think this whenever I talk to anyone who's having sort of writer's block or is really struggling with rejection or whatever it is, it always passes. Like you will always get through it. You will always have another idea. You will like one day you will get a kind of like positive response from an agent or a competition or whatever it is. You, if you just, the only way that you will never get published or never get whatever it is you want to achieve from writing is if you give up. So as long as you yeah. don't give up, you're doing it. You've just got to, just got to carry on. And that, and that's a, I think that's a perfect sentiment to to end on. So, uh, thanks so much for joining me, Becky. It's been real pleasure to to chat to you and to share your experience a bit. And I wish you all the best with your writing. Thank you. It's been great. Thank you so much.